Welcome back to the Pit in the Paddock. My name is Beck, and this is a podcast about sports and stuff that is fun. Woo! That's my new jingle. I've just come up with it. I personally think that it is a good one. Um, but maybe that is just me. Um, we went to Spa this weekend for Formula One and Formula Two and Three. Um, but yeah, it's always interesting at Spa because it's always wet, which means it's always dangerous, which means I was very nervous, like the entire weekend, I would say, because it was just a bit too much for me. I didn't watch anything live because I was so scared, but that doesn't matter because we're here now. Um, so coming into this weekend, Mercedes was bringing a side, a new side and side pod entry for radiator cooling and better airflow. They were also bringing a new floor and a new rear wing. Um, I think other teams brought stuff as well, but that was all I managed to catch. And I don't like to go back and rewrite things, um, if I find out more information. So that's all I got. Um, sprint weekend, so that means one practice session, one quality session, a shootout, sprint, and then the race. Max Verstappen, five place grid penalty for the main race due to a new engine power unit thing. It's his fifth of the year. This is only like the 12th or 13th race. So I don't know what the fuck he's doing with them, but he's not looking after them well. Um, so I think it was like after practice or something, I know I haven't even talked about practice yet, but after practice came out that, um, Otmar was probably getting the boot from Alpine, um, which I, for one, love. I love that a lot for me and for Alpine. Um, yeah, so that was exciting. Anyway, practice session, there was only one. It was so wet. I genuinely, I couldn't watch it. I had to ask one of my friends if it was worthwhile and like if I was going to hate it or not. Um, It was horrific. Yuki went off. um, Alex went off. Logan went off. Everyone seemed to just like be going off. Um, Visibility was horrendous. The full wets were not enough. The onboard cameras were just terrible same with the visor cams it was just so bad and i honestly just think the fact that we were there barely four weeks after a tragedy it's just ridiculous in such horrific conditions um they basically there was a lot of concern about what would happen in terms of qualifying if that wasn't able to go ahead what would happen for like the sprint race what would happen for all of that kind of stuff um and so the FIA essentially said that don't use the practice session as a makeshift quality use it as it's meant to be worst comes to worst if we can't run quality we will figure out a different way to essentially get the qualifying positions for you it then came out a bit later that they were just going to use the championship order 
which is so boring because why would you put the person winning the championship at the front? Like, I understand that that's literally how he qualifies like every week, but why would you just do that voluntarily? Like, if you have the chance to mess with it, why would you not be like, yeah, so it's going to be a reverse grid just for fun, like just for funsies, like put Logan on pole. Why not? It'd be entertaining. <laughs> like, I just, any, like, I get it, but also like, you have the opportunity to do something so fun and fresh and you just like didn't even take it um yeah so yeah it was just not a vibe uh yeah Otmar it came out after the practice session that Otmar was probably fired um everyone was kind of like oh oh no anyway (laughs) um it then like like later in the weekend it was everyone was like oh well you know he was seen here he was seen here and then i heard that he was seen at the aston martin and i was like oh i hope he doesn't go to aston because i will cry i will burst into tears but also i don't think he would be able to stand the wrath of alonso not that I think Alonso would do anything, but I just think that Omar would just like have a little target on him. Not on his back necessarily, maybe just on like a shoulder or like a rib or something. But I don't think it would be a good idea. Anyway, we had our quality session. Um, so that was delayed because, again, very, very wet. Everyone... So it was delayed about 10, 15 minutes, I believe. So everyone went out when it started on intermediates. Visibility, again, just so terrible. You couldn't even see them going over like the, the start-finish line. Like It was just horrific. I truly just... It just should not have been allowed to go ahead. Um, Max impeded Alex but then there was no further investigation which I didn't like because um Max would whoever impedes Max would get like a million seconds or positions or whatever um Charles went the fastest he did a 158.3 again because they're on like the wet and intermediate tires like they're kind of like slow um but yeah um the five that didn't make it through were Alex, Joe, Logan, Danny, and Nico. So Nico being 20th and Alex being 15th, 16th. Um, Q2, Oscar went out, essentially did like a lap and was like, mm, we need slick tyres. Um, and in, then he, I think Valtteri, and Oscar were the first ones to put on the slick, like the soft tires. And then they both did like the fastest laps. And then Oscar went like a second faster than whoever was in P2. It might have still been Valtteri by that point. Um, with about seven minutes left, nearly everyone had transitioned onto soft tires. And Lance put on brand new intermediates, which was confusing then esty bestie sadly went off the track spun a bit and hit the wall he was fine thankfully it's what we love to see we love to see the boys be okay um lando 
did a 154.05 and he got to be P1. And then Oscar did a 151.534. So he went like a full like, what was that, like two and a half seconds faster? I'm bad at maths. Um, so that was incredible. So Oscar finished Q2 in P1. Max finished Q2 in P10, which was, I mean, not his finest work. Max was clearly feeling the fact that it was um, not great, though, because he kind of lost it a little bit at GP. Um, He said, we should have just fucking pushed two laps in a row, like I said. Um, GP goes, you're through. Like, this isn't, like, the Q3, like, babe. Like, you're you're through two Q3, so you can now do your good lap. Uh, Max goes, I don't give a fuck if I'm through in P10. It was a shit execution. And GP literally just goes, okay. And then when the track was two seconds quicker for your final lap and you didn't have any energy left, how would that have gone down? But you tell me what you want to do in Q3 and we'll do it. Sets, fuel, run plan. I'm like, damn. He puts up with a lot. I would do the exact same thing. Don't get me wrong. If I was Max, I would do the exact same thing. I would lose it. But I'm not Max, so I get to sit on my couch and I get to um, critique him. That is the benefit of me and not being him. Um, The five that didn't make it through, sadly, were Yuki, Pierre, K-Mag, Valtteri and Estee Bestie. It was quite sad. I was sad. Um, Q3, boring as batshit. They all were on soft tyres. Uh, Max finished fastest, um, but because of the penalty, he was to start on pole. Like, boring as crap. The shootout... Um, so the shootout is how they decide, essentially, the starting grid for the sprint race. So shootout one is 12 minutes long, delayed because of wet weather. Um and then when it did start everyone was like intermediates because normally in sprint weekends they have set tires that they have to adhere to but because it's wet they don't have to um so that was nice nothing really happened on that um the five that didn't make it through yuki valtteri kmag joe and nico um then we have shootout two which is 10 minutes so everyone's still in intermediates. Logan spun, but was fine, um, which is, again, always good um, that he was fine, not that he spun. Um, Lance went out on medium tyres. He was the only one. Everyone was still in intermediates. He c- crashed and hit the wall. Um, so red flag. Um, and there was only 30 seconds left of the session, so they didn't restart it because no one would have been able to make it um, to have a flying lap. So unfortunately, that meant that the five out were Daniel, Alex, Logan, Lance, and Fernando. Um, again, uh, quality, like a shootout three, eight minutes long. Everyone was on soft tires by this point, and it was really boring. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the top 10, like starting grid was actually boring is, uh, no boring is the correct word, but it was boring with like a little bit of like spice, like, um, 
So starting grid is Max, Oscar, Carlos, Charles, Lando, Pierre, Louis, Checo, Esteban, George. Now, Oscar Piastri is like, what was it? Like, like 11 hundreds? One hundred, I don't understand how the, the, the numbers work. It's like 0.011 of a second behind Max in qualifying with their like top speeds, their top lap times. Like 0.011. I think it was 0.011. Whatever it is. Like, so close. He was so close. My boy was so close. Anyway. Then we had the sprint race. Um, So sprint race is 15 laps, 104.9 kilometers with no mandatory pit stops. Because, again, it's only 15 laps. Um, It got the start time got pushed back because of the rain. And then it got pushed back again because of the rain. Um, everyone started out on the full wet tires because it was just horrible weather. Um, I think they did about five quote unquote formation laps under the safety car. Um, and then they decided that the race length, the sprint race length would only be 11 laps, I think 12, 11 or 12 laps. Um, literally during the second, like formation lap, George was like, I want to put on intermediate tires. Um, and then, but both of the Alpines were saying that the visibility was horrific and they shouldn't be racing. Um, I, I'm just going to pause there for a quick second. I think that Alpine have handled this horrible wet weather at Spa incredibly well considering like the trauma that Pierre especially has of the track um I I truly just think that they every time that the there was like a tiny bit of danger due due to the weather both Esteban and Pierre were saying this isn't safe this is dangerous which I think I, I, I really think that's a positive for them, but that's probably the only positive they had of the whole weekend. Um, just kind of like, I guess they feel supported enough to have been like, we shouldn't be doing this anyway. Um, the, yeah, they did like five, I think five quote unquote formation laps. And then they started, they did a rolling start again because it was wet, like so, so wet. Um, so first lap half of the people pit so we had pierre lewis oscar carlos valtteri alex lance and danny all go into the pits um to put on some intermediate tires um and then the next lap around everyone else went in to put on intermediate tires now because of Max not pitting first and Checo pitting first. This meant that when Max eventually did go into the pits, that Oscar managed to come out um, and lead the race, um, which I was just what a, like how good, how 
Good. It, I may or may not have shed a tear. Um, Oscar continued to lead um, and was able to keep Max about over a second behind him. Um, and But unfortunately, like the straight line of that Red Bull is just, it's so rough. It's such a killer. Um, and then, so just as Oscar had like pulled like a one and a half second gap, uh, birthday boy, Fernando Alonso, spun and crashed well crashed he spun and then like booped the barrier with like the the nose cone of the car but it meant that there was a yellow flag and a safety car which i mean technically means that oscar led for like five laps um it's just that like three of those laps were under the safety car but i mean it still counts as leading them um he didn't restart very well um granted i mean he's a rookie that goes without saying but also like he hasn't raced at the track for like a few years um just like a lot I think that just kind of his inexperience came through with that particular restart. Um, And then he, yeah, sadly that meant that Max was able to overtake him. Um, Logan was getting investigated for speeding in the pit lane and eventually got a five second penalty because of that. yeah lewis and checo had a moment um hamilton had like the inside line and was kind of pushing checo wide a bit but also like turned like they both kind of turned in on each other but also hamilton was kind of like pushing him wide um and so Checo came away with like a huge hole in his side pod um, and Lewis got a five second penalty for causing a collision, which I think was harsh, but also fair, but also like I think he should have made the hole in Checo's car a little bit bigger, not like hit him more forcefully, but like just made the hole a little bit bigger i don't know um so because of that then checo had a lot of speed loss so lewis managed to overtake him and then charles carlos and lando all managed to overtake him checo then had a spin went into the gravel managed to keep the car moving though um and you know then had to take it back to the pits and retire um pierre was like overheating his tires or something because he was chasing oscar um yeah i it just yeah overheating his tires basically um then george managed to overtake danny going into lap 10 meaning that george took the last points position max 
you know, like immediately Max has just like pulled such a huge gap ahead. Um, he finished with a 6.3 second lead. Oscar Piastri finished in second um, Piastri points. Oscar podium. Um, even though it's not like a podium podium, but like Oscar podium. And then Pierre finished in third, which I am very happy for him to have a bit of brightness over the spa weekend. Yeah, I just, it must be so difficult. Um, and then we have like the actual race. So the actual race itself, I won't lie, I didn't watch. Again, I messaged one of my friends and I was like, is it worth it? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, I'm not watching it then. I have I have the Women's World Cup to be watching. I will not be catching up on the race. Um, so I saw some of it. So obviously I saw like the start. Um, I saw... Carlos hit Oscar and then I stopped watching um and yeah because it was boring I will say though his comments were so unnecessary he because he didn't just make comments during the actual um race itself but he made comments like on Twitter and like in like the post-race press conference like buddy it's so unnecessary honestly the good thing as well i guess about carlos's comments is everyone rushing to oscar's defense which is so necessary so basically carlos said if you want my honest opinion it was a bit optimistic of oscar to go three side by side into turn one i don't know if it's maybe a bit of inexperience um and literally everyone was like it wasn't an experience you actually caused it which i disagree with um it was just a racing incident like there was just too many people in their own corner like in that corner like it happens incidents happen the not chill thing to do is go out and blame the rookie when it was he was going out there and saying it's a racing incident unlucky for all of us but you know it is what it is we move on um to be almost a decade into driving a formula one car and you're blaming the rookie purely on inexperience i would i just you really have um you're not really thinking great if that's your reasoning. Um, someone on Twitter, Formula Dino, said, I don't blame signs for that turn one incident. Perez moved under braking, which meant Hamilton had to move to avoid him, which cut off Carlos, who moved to avoid Hamilton, who, and then Carlos locked up and then asked, like moved into Oscar and fucked him over. Which, like, absolutely, like, Oscar, unfortunately, was just, like, a bystander of this whole incident and then has been, you know, hit and ultimately had to retire on the first lap. But it just 
I just don't like the comments were just not necessary like say whatever you want in private but don't go out there and it's not even the fact that he just said it like in the like press he tweeted it as well it's like I mean him his PR people whoever the hell like just so unnecessary (laughs) anyway I would just like to commend the one and only Oscar Piastri for an incredible weekend he has done so well I keep forgetting that he is a rookie he is just keeping up with Lando so well I think he has adjusted to the car he is taking it all in he is incredible and I cannot wait to see him win so many championships in the future um I hope that he's the one who stops Max because that would be entertaining to me (laughs) um but yeah Australia has just had like a pretty good run in the last kind of week um with sport I guess like the women's world cup we won our we 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 finished top of the tables for our group which means that we're through to the 16s um which is just incredible um so it means I think we're playing either Denmark or China in our next um our next game which is so so exciting um but it was an incredible game that we had against the like reigning world cup champions um world cup champions no that's the u.s olympic champions that's the word i was looking for like the the most recent olympic champions we beat them four nil like guys sucks to be you sorry canada but aussie 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 um but yeah it's the summer break now i cannot tell you how excited i am for three weeks of no cars um three weeks of no Dutch national anthem it's so exciting um but yeah the women's world cup is on I had a chat with a friend last week and that will be one of the next episodes um probably talk about this the women's world cup a good bit to be honest with you and then I might just I don't know talk about field hockey (laughs) I don't know I'll make it up I'll figure it out but it'll be good fun and yeah anyway goodbye this has been great I will see you next week thank you for listening um all the social media is basically just like a sports book with different things yeah okay bye (laughs)